0: Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine.
1: Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 98. We've been hinting at it for a few weeks, but we finally have some details that we can share with you about episode number 100. So mark your calendars. Next Wednesday, June 19th, will be episode number 100. Little bit different than what we normally do. We've never dropped on a Wednesday before, but it'll all make sense on that episode. So I really hope that you guys can join us as we reflect a little bit on this journey, but also announce the really exciting places that we are going.
2: Yeah, so we're excited for that and we are excited for today's interview with Maria, who you might know better as Minnie Maria Mouse. Brendan interviewed Maria back in episode number thirty-five. Um, but today she is being joined by her husband, Chris, and we are going to talk about their joint venture, which is Lake One of Visitors. So we're really excited to talk to them and see what they've been up to lately together and I'm
0: going to go ahead and turn it over to them.
3: Sure hey. thing, go ahead.
0: well, I am Maria uh that most of you know as Minnie Maria Mouse,
3: and I am Chris, her husband
0: um and Chris. Uh, I get to brag a little bit about him. Um, He has a graphic design background from his college years, but most don't know he does not use that until now because he's a professional uh, athlete as a soccer player. Um, So he's always done art for fun. You know, we have paintings of his around our house. He's sold paintings. Um, You know, he's done everything that is art related that we've ever needed. Um, And so this was a perfect transition um when we started wanting to make our own stuff for ourselves in the park originally this was we never thought Chris did you ever think we were going to make for others
3: oh no it was really just to uh for it I I always was was making sure it's really just that I thought it would be neat on myself and or for for my wife Maria I mean we were we were basically talking one day that we couldn't couldn't really find anything within the park shops or even if you looked online of uh it, interesting stuff to, to wear around Disney, but also to wear outside the parks. And I think I just started one day to really mess around on my computer and, and it got to the point where I was just, uh, I, I, I thought I made a pretty cool design and I, I showed it to Marie and I said, hey, this would be pretty pretty cool to have on a t-shirt, wouldn't it? She goes, yeah, let's try to make one. So
0: yeah, so we started out by uh, originally vinyl printing on our computers and ironing them on just Because I wanted to wear something that was more stylish in the parks. Everything kind of, you know, is a little bit uh, oftentimes not timeless. Let's say tacky sometimes even. Um, Chris will never let me live down the time I bought from Etsy five shirts for our family on Thanksgiving to all wear to look similar and cute. uh, I thought. (laughs) Um, And they uh, he's (laughs) laughing right now they were very heavy shirts. Um, they were, uh, the graphic, you know, was peeling off even though it was supposed to be screen printed. Um, the box cut of the shirts made me look like, uh, I was a boy, a 14 year old boy. (laughs) Uh, Chris looked like he was 30 pounds heavier, even though he is the most athletic man on (laughs) earth. Um, my mom never let me live it down, that she uh, looked terrible in our photos. So, you know, we noticed that this was a theme with a lot of families and friends when they try to wear shirts together. um, You know, and Chris said, look, let's just make our own shirts when we want to wear something that's similar. Uh, And, you know, we started doing that again, low budget on our own. And the real kicker was when we went to Disneyland and Chris said, you know, I'm having a hard time finding cars, merch for adults. And, uh, I said, I can't even find Aurora merch online, even from shop Disney. And uh, Hey, the poor girl has her own castle. Yeah. And (laughs) so Chris said, all right, I have an idea for a shirt. Um, you know, because I'm, uh, I'm pretty sleepy. (laughs) He goes, I got an idea. The shirt should say, stay woke. Um, so we low budget made, our own shirts for our Disneyland trip. And we got there thinking, oh, maybe we'll see some stuff in the parks that, you know, isn't online. There is literally nothing for cars in Disneyland that is for adults, that is not a blue or a gray color. And I was like, you know, Lightning McQueen is red and Cruz is yellow. (laughs) Um, So we made, you know, our own and people kept stopping us. Oh, what store did you get it in? Um, my Aurora shirt that is, uh, one of our best sellers, uh, people kept stopping us saying, where, where did you get it? And then the real, real, uh, I guess straw that broke the camel's back where we said we have to start a shop was when somebody in Disneyland offered Chris $50 to take off his rusty shirt, <laughs> literally right there and give it to him. And I said, well, look, it's sweaty. I mean, Chris is gross and sweaty. Um, you know, not
3: all the time, just that day. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and so I, I, I said, I, you know, I don't, she goes, look, $50 will cover the you know, price of you buying a shirt in the shop and the you know, price of your shirt. And I was like, Chris, holy moly. I was like, do it, do it. <laughs> so we bought a, a bad shirt from Disney that he could wear for the rest of the day <laughs> and, and gave it to some more. So just because I was like, wow, someone really wanted the shirt that bad. That's really cool. And, you know, that's quite an honor for both of us. Yeah,
3: it was neat. So, I mean, that's when we came back, I mean, that's kind of how we we, we came up with the idea. Of, well, OK, if if some of these designs people like and they're not really being sold anyplace else, so no one's really coming up with this type of an idea or. And I'm not saying my the the, the I mean, we, there's sometimes you see certain things in, in the in the parks that are pretty neat or unique, whatever. But it, it seems very generic for most of the time. And so we're are my ideas at least when i come up with them or if there's something that that comes into my mind that i want to make it's uh something that i think that i picture that i would wear inside or outside the parks uh like i wear some of the t-shirts when i go to practice in the morning and just and it doesn't no one could really uh, if you don't know disney then you know maybe you don't think of it but at the same time it's it's there it's they're they're uh like i said they're it, you could wear them like, like I said, inside or outside, uh, for for whatever reason. Or yeah, any the, the
0: best was when a couple high schoolers yesterday saw him wearing his crush shirt. We have a shirt called Crush's Surf School, mm-hmm. and a bunch of high school kids were like, "Hey, where'd you get your shirt? Because you know we live over by the ocean." And Chris was like, "Oh, we made it." And they're like, "Oh, cool!" And like, I ha- I'm pretty sure they had no idea who Crush was, <laughs> and just like the turtle and like the fact that you know it looks like a. Um, you know, a beach design in yeah. a way, uh, you know, a, a hipster kind of beach design, uh, very reminiscent of Crush. But little did they know, you know, the kids that it, it was Disney. Um, so for for me, too, when I come up with an idea that Chris uh, turns you know, into magic, um, it's things I can't find. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Like I said, I couldn't find Aurora merchandise. Um, we couldn't find actually things for the Lion King. That's a really weird thing, especially with the movie coming out. It's very limited where you find just it, you know, something that says Hakuna Matata or your option is The Lion King, like very generic and basic. Um, I'm hoping maybe with the movie coming out, that'll change. But I said, look, we love The Lion King and I go to Animal Kingdom all the time. There's Rafiki's Planet Watch, which is one of our favorite things. Uh, I said, can you make something for Rafiki or something for The Lion King that's memorable? And he wanted to incorporate Africa, you know, which is a major part of Animal Kingdom, as well as the most famous pose in the movie, which is, you know, Simba being held up, um, which we see, you know, in everything, and uh, created as Rafiki's Squashed Bananas, you know, company. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's literally every time we're in the parks, we get stopped for that. Um, you know, where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? I, so we try to come up with things where you're not going to find them somewhere else. Uh, and also something that is underrepresented um, you know, even the things that are per se, you know, well represented, we still try to do a really creative take on it. That is timeless. Cause my yeah. other issue I told Chris was I want to make sure that if somebody's spending 20 to $25 on a shirt, they get to not have it in a junk drawer. Let me ask you guys, how many shirts have you bought that are Disney related That you have not seen in a year. Or they're hidden somewhere in a drawer. They're in a closet somewhere. You have not seen it. It's gone.
1: Quite a few. I was going
2: to say there's definitely quite
0: a few. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a whole bin that Chris made me try to sell. But I'm like a hoarder. And so I'm like but maybe one day I might. And he's like no you haven't looked at these in two years. But I wanted to make shirts where people wanted to hang them up. That was my goal. Was that they were such good quality. They were so unique. They were so good looking on the body because that was the other problem is I kept trying shirts from small shops as well as Disney, and they don't look flattering on most women. Uh, And I was like, I got to change this. Now, I have a fashion uh, design degree as well as an MBA, Um, so I've never used it. And my parents made fun of me growing up saying this was the stupidest waste of money. Well, (laughs) hey, mom and dad, look (laughs) at me now. Um, but, uh, but no, I just, I said, I, we got to make something where if it is going to be a unisex cut that we actually come up with the cut so that it looks good. And it lays on a woman just as well as it does on guys. Cause you guys have it easy. I'm telling you, you boys have it easy. Um, so I even, I, Chris, you know, like I said, is the graphic design magic behind the ideas. He's the one that's the true artist behind whatever I might come up with. But my thing was, I, you know, I know styling. I know how a girl would be happy. And I said, I want it to be sizes from extra small to 4X or 5X. Most shops uh, do not go above 2X um, because actually, to be honest, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. And I said, I, and also it's hard to find. And I said, I refuse to have it that from the tiniest person to curvier women to whatever, everybody gets to wear our shirts and feel fabulous. I want to see everybody smiling of all walks of life um, and what all shapes and sizes. Uh, so we are one of the few shops where you will find 5X, 4X, 3X. And I can't tell you how many people even get excited about the extra small. Um, and so for us, like I said, I wanted to make sure it lays amazing on whatever body type uh, so we even had our fabric uh blended specifically for us. It is uh, a custom uh, we tried eighteen shirts and we're not happy. We, I was very picky, I said it's if we're doing this, we're doing it different than everybody else um and we we try even Chris, yeah, I made him feel them and tell me the yeah. sweat test tell yes. me the sweat test,
3: so yeah, so we, I mean we've like I said we we probably got, I'd say, 17 or 18 different samples of shirts in just to try them all out and make sure we were, if they didn't fit right, if you know, if they were showing too much through, if you were sweating, whatever the case was, uh, we we wanted to find the right shirts and the right styles to to not only have the the graphics, but that I mean, I mean, I know for myself, if if a shirt looks really cool in the sense of the graphics, but then it's, I, I would probably buy it. But at the same time, if it doesn't fit right, or if it's too heavy, or it, it, whatever the case is, I'm probably not going to wear it a lot, and then it's going to go into that bin within a couple of days, or a week, or two weeks. Where I find if a shirt fits me comfortably and I like the st- the feel of the shirt and the style of the shirt, I was going to keep that shirt out in my closet and hang it up rather than put it into a uh like into the bin or into the drawer. And so that's was our mindset and our premise was at least not only to have Uh, a neat graphic and a a cool design on the shirt, but also like Maria said, have the the style of shirt that's going to be flattering to everyone and fit everyone and be comfortable on everyone, which is, which is what we we've hopefully done. And we did the,
0: I I joke with Chris, but we do the sleep test (laughs) and are they comfortable enough that you want to wear them even when you're sleeping? You know, like you love something so much that you're wearing it around the house. You're wearing it as you sleep. And then I did another thing where I tested out all our shirts. Can they be worn to work in a unique way? So I actually, um, on our Lake Boyna visitors, Instagram page, I show people how to style their shirts to wear to work. Um, I actually wore Sam the Eagle under a blue blazer. Uh, and nobody thought different. They were like, Oh, what a cute Ralph Lauren outfit you have on. I, I was like, this ain't Ralph Lauren, but, um, The other cool thing that's happening is um, a big Instagrammer is wearing tomorrow to the premiere of Toy Story 4 and Disney World. The first screening ever. uh, Our shirts, our Buzz Lightyear shirts. And we got a call even from uh, Disney about our Buzz Lightyear shirt uh, that somebody else wants to wear. We're not told who it is. We're not allowed to find out, I guess, for another week. Um, All we know is that they want a kid size as well as an adult size. So I'm like, oh, my God, who has like a kid that (laughs) might be. (laughs) Um, But uh, our Buzz Lightyear shirt, you know, again, I I said, there's so many Toy Story shirts out there. And Chris had the amazing idea after seeing a to infinity NASA space poster from the 60s during the space race that inspired the line to infinity and beyond that Buzz says in the movie. And he's like, how cool would it be to basically recreate the poster from NASA, but instead buzz in it, you know, in a subtle enough way that it's not, that you could wear it to work or you could wear it, you know, out or wherever and it looks cool. And uh, he made it and it's been such a hit. That's another one of our best sellers. I tagged NASA in our post and two NASA space engineers bought the shirt. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. I was like, wow, this is so, I, you know, I mean, I, I even said, I was like, you know, I'll send these to you for free. I'm really like honored that NASA at you know, Cape Canaveral is going to be wearing them in headquarters. Um, would you like them? They said, no, no, no. We're like, we're excited that somebody acknowledged, you know, that uh, NASA played a, a small role in, in Buzz's famous uh, parts. So um, that was really neat. So a lot of our, um, our designs come from something really unique and interesting that uh, again, the goal is, you know, you won't find it anywhere else, but also you can wear it, you know, to premiere. Like, I guess <laughs> I would have never, I, I'm like, floor. I got to style the uh, the big Instagrammer. Um, and uh, she has a big, big blog and does stuff for Disney all the time for media. And I got to style her, you know, she's wearing it with a black blazer and a skirt. And that was really neat. I, but I do that for all of our customers. I wanted to also make, our shop address the issue that a lot of shops have where there's not a lot of personalization. Even Chris said when he orders stuff online, he's like, I can't get a hold of somebody, or I have a question, you know, what do I do? And so it's usually me, you know, as the wife haggling and like writing incessantly, whoever it needs to be trying to get that fixed. So I said, look, I want to make it that it's really personalized. I even size people. You know, if you message any of our customers, They'll say, oh yeah, Maria made me go measure my favorite shirt and make sure I was buying the right size. I do that. I say, no, no, no. I've seen your picture on Instagram. I do not think this is your size. Please measure your favorite shirt. I'm pretty sure no shop does that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only crazy person who goes through all the 500 plus customers we have. and I'm like, all right, grab a ruler. Do this. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's for me again. I wanted to try to uh, to fix what I thought was lacking in a lot of small shops, as well as at Disney. And I tease Chris all the time. I don't know if we have any Game of Thrones fans, but I said I want to break the wheel. <laughs> I want to. Bre- I want to break the wheel, which is from Game of Thrones, where you know she wants to change the way the system works. Mm-hmm. And I want to make it that small shop owners get to interact more with their customers get to know them get to know what they like because for us too i want to make what people are interested in and how would i know otherwise if i don't interact with them and chris now who never uses instagram he has a blue check okay he's, <laughs> he's a famous athlete never uses instagram is actually interacting with our customers and enjoying it he's like this Instagram's pretty cool yeah,
1: yeah. well that <laughs> that is such a fun story and i think the big theme that i get it out is that you guys have been so intentional and so kind of thoughtful about how you've put everything together, all the way from the designs all to, you know, how you're going to interact with customers, all the way to the materials and the process that you're going to use. But I know, like for me, I was probably one of the most excited people, Whenever you messaged me and said that the shop was up, because I don't know if you remember this, but back in January, I remember yes. you put up a Fortnite. story. <laughs> no, it was, this one was the Sam Eagle one you put up. Was saying, oh,
0: Sam Eagle wasn't Fortnite. Oh my God. <laughs> the Fortnite one we got, I kid you not that day, 800 messages.
1: <laughs>
0: um, Oh my God. But Sam the Eagle is a huge one too. Yes, go ahead. Sorry. I thought Fortnite. I you hear a bull- <laughs>
1: No, it was same eagle because you put up a picture and Chris was wearing it. And I just, you know, said, where did you get that shirt? Because I was immediately going to go buy it. You said, oh, well, we made it. And you went through that whole process. And then you messaged me like five minutes later. I had to take the story down because we were getting way too many messages on it. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just such, you know, a cool evolution that people just naturally gravitated towards it. So what has kind of that meant to you guys where the community has been so receptive of this new shop coming in. And, and we talked off-air, you really haven't leveraged, you know, you're following on Mini Maria Mouse as much as you've, as you could have, just because people are loving the design so much.
0: Yeah. I mean, for, for me, uh, we do screen printing first off, um, which is time consuming. Uh, it is a High, it's a much more uh, high quality. You can wash the shirt 800 times, the color's not going to fade. So, the one problem though with something high quality and time consuming is you have to meet demand. So, I said to Chris, let's test it out where we start out an Instagram page for Lake Boina visitors and nobody knows it's me. Like, nobody knows it's Minnie Murray Mouse. And I just, as Lake Boina visitors, you and I go and you know, interact in the community and see the feedback. All of a sudden in the first week that we had a thousand followers and this was, we started the page, what, three months ago. Yeah. Yeah. We had a thousand followers with no pictures, by the way, (laughs) Um, (laughs) it was, it was the magic kingdom. Yeah. Um, uh, But it was us talking about how we wanted to change the process of what small shops do. And what was interesting was even without pictures starting yet, you could see that people wanted to see something where how small shops work changed, how the shirts were made changed, how the designs were printed changed, the quality changed. And so, you know, I was like, okay, this, I'm going to hold off announcing at Mini Maria and let's start posting some pictures. This We just did this about three, two weeks ago. Let's start posting pictures of the uh, the shirts and see what happens. All of a sudden, overnight, another thousand followers. And then uh, it's now, I think, almost a 5,000 followers within two weeks. And uh, half of them, I would say, no, it's me, maybe. Um, the other have to have no idea who Chris and I are. It's people yeah. who have found us through Etsy or through, um, you know, uh, just interacting as like a community page. And it seems
3: like some people are might be piecing together that it's Maria and and her mini Maria Mouse Instagram that, that that she's who she is. And I mean, maybe the five or ten people that are follow soccer that are also interested in Disney, <laughs> uh, know that I'm someplace around there as well. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's we, we, yeah, and we, 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 were we kind kidding. of did the use we use this term very loosely, but kind of like a soft opening, if you will, yeah, in a sense, just a test run, just to see if. People like the shirts to see if we could – how we were going to produce – when we were producing the shirts, how fast we could produce them and turn it around to get them out to a customer. Also, to – as something as simple as packaging and everything like that. The two of us – I mean, we've – It's just us. It's just the two of us doing all this. So, I mean, I know – you know, some of the other companies might have uh, hire. They might hire people. They might sort outsource people. It's really just me. And, it's just me and Maria doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So she posted a video one day of me folding the shirts and packaging them up, and that's which what... went viral because he is so <laughs> meticulous.
0: No joke. This hit. It went viral to the point that ninety people shared it. The video on Insta Story of him packaging, and over two thousand people saw it. Uh Because he is so meticulous. It's worth it. Anybody who wants to have a good laugh on Instagram, go see uh, our packaging highlights or our Insta story uh, store highlights. Him packaging, literally, he wants to make sure when you open it, it looks as if it was ironed and perfectly got to you from, you know, uh, Nordstrom's. Yeah, I
3: mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, for the the time that maria's had her instagram account with disney obviously there's been people we've interact with people that we've uh had things sent to us ordered from us whatever big shops small shops all the difference and i've i always i personally was the one just noticing in the background you know maybe someone would send maria a shirt hey i hope you like this shirt yeah it's a nice quality shirt but maybe the pack they just sent it in a quick package and put duct tape around it or, you know, regular packaging tape. And that was it. And I, I I told Maria, I go, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it as, as professional and as right as we possibly can, because I, that's how the two of us were raised and brought up. I mean, that's what we do. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it right.
0: And we consider our customers, our friends. Um, one thing that we added to the concept of our store, which I also thought was important, that concept where I said, I want to break the wheel, change the system. I wanted to make it a community, um, where people could actually, you know, if you have a Lake point visitor shirt, you're part of the Lake point of visitors club and you can interact with other Lake point visitors and it becomes like a family. Like, uh, I saw that a lot of small shops, you know, would have their own following, but you didn't really feel included. You'd buy it and you'd be like, you know, never maybe featured on their page or not really, uh. Not really a community per se. So there's a second component to it that I really wanted was uh, when people wore their shirts, you know, it was like you could wave at each other in the parks and be like, hey, hey, yeah, like <laughs> for <"Late-born> visitor, yeah, <laughs> you know, and make a new friend. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know if you know this, but Jeep owners, that's actually a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really weird. They do that. And Subaru has that. They like tell you when you buy the car. It's, uh, it's but. I was like, that's really cool. And there's no more inclusive community than Disney. And what a neat way to meet new people and to make friends that have similar interests, especially like if you bought the same shirt, that means most likely you have similar interests. Like if you like Sam the Eagle, um, you know, another person who loves the Muppets uh, or another person that might have noticed the hidden Mickey on the shirt that you can talk to about it. Or, you know, again, you have something in common and you can feel comfortable in it because we promote. That you interact with each other to the point, uh, like I mentioned um, earlier when we were speaking, that we're actually having uh, events as a major part of our our company. It's not going to be just uh, shirts. We wanted to make it a lifestyle, um, because for me, the whole point of why I started Minnie Murray Mouse was to make friends, to make, uh, you know, bonds and learn from people. And experience new things through Disney, through other people's eyes. And I wanted to continue that through Lake Buena Visitors, which I don't really see in uh, small shops. And I think, you know, uh, it's, it's a different idea. Um, but I think an idea that uh, makes sense, you know, when other people get to come together uh, in a fun way at Disney. So we're actually having our first event July 3rd or 4th. We're figuring out the details now. Because we noticed that over 80, almost 70, 80 people that are local to Orlando ordered uh, our Sam the Eagle shirt. And hundreds more across the United States that may be coming to Disney for 4th of July. And I thought, you know what would be really cool? What if we got all those people who ordered Sam the Eagle? And even though so I, I, I messaged you, didn't order Sam the Eagle. I said, if you have a Lake Point of Visitor shirt, show up. I'll give you the time and date and uh, let's have a party at the American uh, Adventure Pavilion at Epcot. Uh, Mickey will be there dressed as a revolutionary um, with Goofy and Donald like he does every year. And I was like, you know what, this would be the most epic meetup ever and picture. Mm -hmm. Um, What a way with a fireworks bang to get things started. And also, again, promote the concept that it's not just shirts, you get to be a part of the community. I love the fact that we have a Uh, some of our first customers were posting uh, their shirts on their page as uh, posts. And all of a sudden, they got new followers that that were friends that started commenting how they styled the shirts. And I was so excited, almost being like a connector. You know, uh, all of a sudden, I saw, you know, a girl in California becoming good friends with, you know, a girl in Orlando and other people commenting from around the world on pictures uh, from Lake Boyne visitor as I call them club members. And again, that concept of connecting people and new people or connecting people that didn't even know their neighbors. And, uh, you know, uh, there was a cool story of a couple, uh, in Louisiana, uh, is it Slidell? Is that? Yeah. Slidell. Yeah. Well, we have about like 30 customers from Slidell and they didn't know that. And then by basically seeing each other's posts on Instagram, all of a sudden realize they're all within, you know, distance and are, you know, possibly having their own meetup. So again, it was, I really want to promote the idea that it's an interactive group that it's not just, you get your shirt and buy, but Hey, if you want to be a, you know, you don't have to, but if you want to get involved and come, come to a party, come hang out with us. Um, hell Chris hand delivered one on (laughs) at Disney the other day. Uh, you know, we, we we promote that and we really, really enjoy that. It makes it way much more fun as a small shop owner to have that kind of interactivity. For sure. Yeah, I love that. I
2: think community is definitely one of the biggest things that anybody can get from, you know, opening their own small shop or being a part of just the Disney community. I mean, being able to connect with people, really, that's something that we've always seen that people just love so much, making new friends and connecting with people all over. And then, you know, for us, we've talked about it a few times, getting to be able to go to Disney World now and meet up with people that we've met. Um, it's just always a lot of fun. So I love that party. We'll be super jealous that we <laughs> yes. won't be there. Well, <laughs> I already said, we're going
0: to FaceTime.
2: Whoever's yeah. not there. It'll
3: they be get a to big be, beat up. Just yeah. the, it's a big beat up. Everybody
0: bring out their phones and we're going to FaceTime the people that can't be there. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, um, you know, you asked earlier again about why haven't I put a post up yet at Minnie Marie Mouse and realistically i want to make sure that we can handle the demand because i was i'm honored and i know chris is floored uh that just with you know a couple thousand followers on instagram uh and also you know when people search us in the etsy search engine we're not in the top yet because we just started
3: yeah we've only been up for a month yeah yeah,
0: like and somehow uh people are ordering from Etsy that don't even know who we are and they're finding our stuff. Um, so I don't even know what that means. Um, (laughs) I know people pay good money for advertising and search engines and somehow we didn't have to. Uh, so I don't know what's going on that there's just such a great response. But, uh, my concern is I said to Chris, we have to make sure that we grow at a, a rate that I can make sure the quality of service never changes. Um, We even, like Chris was saying, we're test running. How long does it take for us to produce the shirt from the time somebody orders and get it out? Originally, we thought four weeks, three to four weeks. We have now got it down to a science where it's almost two weeks. And for some people within a week. So you know, things where originally we wrote, it'll take three to four weeks are now taking less and less time. Um, And so again, managing that growth uh, is important. Whereas most people- you know, their instinct says, oh, go big and just, you know, throw it out there to your 15,000 followers or have all of your friends write about it or message about it. Or, I mean, we haven't sent out any to influencers, you know, how people send out, you know, free shirts to people. Um, I'm probably the only company I think that has no brand reps or anything. (laughs) I, Um, I, you know, I said, I want to, I want to do this differently. Um, And the focus isn't about profit. Um, it's about making sure we do this right for the people that we love and love us back. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And I think something that's really stood out to me this whole time is that, I mean, this is like you've said, a brand new shop you just opened like a month ago, and then to already have so much interest and so many people ordering—I mean, that's got to be kind of mind-blowing. I mean, for you, Chris, because this is your very first ever like use of your graphic design.
3: It is. So that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, I so I I went to if people don't really know much about me because it's all been my wife on the the the. The, the disney community but i went to i went to college at providence college and i was a graphic design major but i was on scholarship to play soccer and uh 14 years later i'm still playing soccer <laughs> uh, and made, made a life out of it uh so i didn't really get a chance to use my graphic design degree uh that i obviously got for free on scholarship and but i've always enjoyed it I, I've i've always been uh, a creative mind and a creative person, uh, Maria could attest to that. Uh, I've uh, done paintings for charity, for clubs, soccer clubs. I've played for. I've done stuff, uh, sort of, uh, for family members. For
0: he's the decorator the, for the, all
3: holidays. The <laughs> holiday decorator. <laughs> I'm the one that decorates the tree and puts everything up. And I mean, I, I'm I just have the creative bug in me. I, you know, it's big in my family. And so this is this has been fantastic for me because. I, I love just creating the designs and I, if, you know, I can't even tell you what inspiration, what my inspiration is to, to, for some of these designs. Sometimes I uh, I'll be sitting around for days and can't think of anything. And another time I'll be goofing off with my wife and, and three things pop into my head saying, wow, that could be awesome on uh, a great design. Or we could make that Actually, into a I would dress love to or hear
0: an idea from, or hear people's thoughts on something. And you could tell us your ideas on this. We're watching Pocahontas last night. Usually his ideas come while we're watching a movie. um, Mm -hmm. And mine too. uh, But he goes, Maria, how high will the sycamore grow? (laughs) And that's what she's like, The you know, how high she sings it. I was like, I don't know. How high will the sycamore grow? And I was like, you know what? There's like no good Pocahontas merch. It's really limited. I was like, what if we did a tree and then had like Miko, you know, and Flick, you know, like just are on the other side doing stuff of the tree and have like, how high will the sycamore grow? And we have like figure something out with that. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> we're like even stuff that sounds ridiculous at first, you know, we, we play around with, and I sent it, you know, the idea to a friend who loves
3: Pocahontas and she
0: was like, I've always wanted to know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's a potential new shirt we're working on now. Yeah,
3: I mean, there's some stuff that, that, that an idea comes into mind and, we try to work it out and sometimes we can and sometimes we can't and there's other times like uh for they just were, we're... Like I said, we'll be watching a, a TV show or the, you know, a movie, a Disney movie. Something comes into my head. I go, oh, you know, that would be great on a a shirt or a, or a dress or you know a, a hat or something like that. And we so we've been playing around with different things. And right now the on the shop right now is just just shirts because that's kind of an easy thing to start out with. However, I mean, we've already talked about. Dresses. Yeah, dresses we've talked about talked about uh you know hats socks different shirts sweatshirts a uh, lot of people
0: asked us actually if we could make pins of some of our designs
3: pins, which we so. don't
0: have experience with so i said all right let's look into it but it, it's been interesting hearing people what they want as well um and chris I, I think i told you in our first ever interview um that chris is my puzzle piece where um one of us lacks the other excels and together you know, we're uh, with our powers combined. That's a Captain Planet reference for anybody old enough to remember. Um, but you know, realistically, like with us together, it's it's the perfect mix. Um, and so like with my fashion design degree, I was able to take his designs and also uh, move them in a way or conform or tell him why he's designing how to make it so it looks flattering on a body. Because a lot of people don't realize that a lot of times people just come up with a design and just slap it on the shirt. You know, it's like a poster.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but in the real fashion world, if you cared how it was going to lay on a body, you know, you want to make sure the thing doesn't lay in the wrong place. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like for and sometimes you or, can't
3: control that, but the, the times that you can, Maria has been a, a help in, in, in doing that as yeah, well. And
0: trying to make it flattering. Um, you know, so every everything down to where even the placement of the design is, uh, Mm -hmm. is thought out to a T. And I, like I said, I wanted to make sure everything was as perfect as I would hope myself getting, if I were getting a package. Um, And even, you know, for example, speaking of being the perfect uh, duo uh, synergy wise, he uh, helped design the stay woke Aurora shirt. And I said, you know, I would love something where, it's not just pretty pink and blue, but for people who want to also you know, represent Maleficent, it could be a, a duo shirt. You, know, you could get a two for one. Mm-hmm. And he came up with the idea of having her horns encompass uh, the castle and the design of her sleeping and having the dragon subtly in the background. And so we've seen people actually style it uh, with purple um, and Maleficent ears And then go the other extreme of wearing it with pink and blue, you know, as Aurora. And it works either way. Uh, So together, you know, we go through everything to try to think of as much as possible as to how to make the most epic shirt we can that we would want to wear as well as, you know, our best friends wear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love that. And the
2: last thing that I've been so curious about, you know, in looking at all of your designs and hearing all of your stories for just how they got originated I am curious in hearing what each one of your favorite designs are. And I know that's a tough question. It's like picking a favorite child, but I feel like
0: Chris has his already. Chris.
3: Uh, what is my favorite one? It's Sam gonna... It has to be Sam. <laughs> I mean Yeah, we my, love the Muppets. I I'm the biggest Muppets fan. I I, I mean, with I I've loved the Muppets since I was a little kid. I I've well, I watched the original Muppet Babies when I was a kid. I watched we all the old, the old the Muppet, Muppet shows. I've watched, uh, you know, <laughs> every Muppets movie, the Muppet great Muppet Capers, the Muppets Made Manhattan. I was a huge Muppets fan. So uh, I guess it, it had to be sometime last year when we were in, obviously, in Hollywood Studios and we sat down and watched the Muppet, the Muppet 3D. And I said, how cool would that... Be? It just hit me. Like, that's... it it just every time i've seen the show probably 20 times and it makes me laugh every single time still and so there i knew there had to be something there and sure enough it it just hit it it just hit like this is this this would be it it just made me laugh and and i kept saying it over and over in my head a salute to all nations but mostly america it just made me laugh it it still makes me laugh to this day and so with Everything going on all over the place it just, I just thought how great would it be to have this on a shirt and with with Sam Eagle, the most patriotic disney character if there if there has to be <laughs> one I mean so like that that's to me my favorite design that I've made
0: um yeah i I love the Muppets too i i also i love I love the fact there's a hidden Mickey in there. And we're actually in a lot of our shirts starting to do that. So people, we want to see who finds them. We don't. We don't actually tell anybody. And so it's interesting to see who actually.
3: They're not in every one, but there are a few in some.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Aurora or Lightning McQueen. Um, I think because uh, well, we actually we love the the Cars movies too, but the Cars shirt in particular kind of meant a lot because. Um, we have a little nephew and we have like, you know, little kids in our family uh, that we wanted to try to match with in Disney. And we couldn't, and we were thinking, you know, we got to just make some cars merchandise for ourselves. And so we really thought about what would a cool dad and mom want to wear? And what would a young couple want to wear? And what would friends going to Disney want to wear and make sure that all those three demographics would be happy with that same line of shirts. And so we made three different uh, shirts, you know, so that families could mix and match. And, you know, people that are 18 years old or people that are 40 would be like, this is cool. Um, You know, so your dad's cool, but so is your, you know, 18 year old sister. Um, And we put so much effort and thought into that. Uh, and I, I love those in particular, that, that line. Um, and then I would say tied with that is Aurora, on um, the stay woke just because the design is so beautiful. Um, again, I may have, you know, thought of an idea that was needed, but Chris really, I mean, he painted one of the most Epic pictures I've ever seen of, you know, I mean, it could be, it could be a piece of art hanging in, you know, the Disney, uh, the art area that you go in Epcot, like it really, it's so magnificent. Um, So when you wear it, not only does it look just, I mean, people stop you just to look at the shirt, um, but it has an epic, you know, now line on it to stay woke that um, really just ties it into, you know, a a whole other level of fun. Mm -hmm. So I would say maybe just add a, you know, also pride to how amazing and beautiful his artwork is in that, uh, in that aurora one, um so yeah, it's hard to pick just one i I, I they're like all our babies, it's really difficult,
1: yeah, I can imagine, but you, like you said, there are so many great choices. Um, and yeah, I've really enjoyed this chat of learning about how the shop came to be. And I know we are so excited to see it going so well for you guys. Who knows thank where you. this could let, could, where this could lead. Um, but I thank you so much for sharing kind of the story of it. Cause I think it'll be so helpful for our listeners to learn more about it. If that's something similar that they want to jump into. Um, but the next thing that we'll do is head into our fast pass round. Before we do that, we're going to take a short break and hear a message from our partners. This episode is brought to you by kingdom strollers. If you've listened to a few episodes, you know that we are so excited to use Kingdom Strollers for our upcoming trip in October with our niece. But did you know that with every stroller rental, Kingdom Strollers gives you a grocery coupon that is good for free grocery delivery when you're staying at a Disney-owned resort? Things like that are why we are such big fans of Kingdom Strollers. It's so simple. Simply place your reservation and your stroller will show up at the Bell Services desk. You drop it off there when you're done, and you're guaranteed that the stroller is always going to meet the Disney guidelines. So to learn more, go to detourtoneverland.com slash kingdom. Again, that's detourtoneverland.com slash kingdom. Good deal. So now that we're back, so Maria, I know you've done some of these before.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'll let Chris actually, we could even say.
1: Fast, Pass. Right? Here we go. <laughs> fast so, pass, pass. So
0: It's chris's time
1: <laughs> benjamin franklin he's my answer for everything <laughs> first we're just going to lay the groundwork learn what disney parks that you have visited
3: uh all of disney world and disneyland uh I, we've lived over in in england but we yeah. never got a chance to jump over to disneyland paris Mm-hmm. Or made it over to any of the Asia ones. So just Disney, all, the Disneyland California Adventure out there, as well as all of the parks within the the world of yeah, Disney. USA. USA. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so um, out of those, which one is your favorite, and why?
3: My favorite, my favorite park is Epcot. Mm-hmm. Bar none. I, I, there's something about Epcot, and I don't know what. Maybe it's just. I I think Epcot is just completely different from every other park. Uh, Disneyland, California Adventure, uh, sort of Magic Kingdom, even Hollywood Studios, they all kind of have a similar vibe. I know Animal Kingdom is, you know, this otherworldly, if you will, but still has, like, a... a, I feel like a theme park vibe. Epcot, I... For me, I could go to Epcot every single day, walk around around the World Showcase every evening and never get bored. And because there's always... Because it's so vast in, you know, the 11 countries or however many that it's 11 countries. Yeah. yeah. It's just always something new that I find or see every he, single time I go he's to
0: the such park. And he's such a, like, Disney historian. So for him also, like, seeing the, uh, the aspect of, you know, Walt. Uh, I mean, obviously you see that in the Magic Kingdom. But from a educational perspective... Epcot for him always like he finds out something new or neat about you know why this was done or why this or that um you know because it was Epcot was one of Walt's last visions Mm -hmm. um you know to come to fruition and so you know I always hear facts all the time (laughs) from him about it it's cool (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. so next one for attractions if you could only fast pass one ride for the rest of your life which one would it be? Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh,
0: that's awful.
1: Actually, that's... oh, you know what? my My
3: favorite ride is actually uh, Splash Mountain.
0: Okay. Yeah,
3: my favorite, So I would I would say Splash Mountain. Now I know you don't need a fast pass all the time, but that's my favorite ride.
1: I'd like the strategy there because if you fast pass that, you're not missing any of the good part of the queue. You're still Correct. getting go through the briar patch and everything. Because-
3: because so, I mean, because my actual, my ultimate two, my two ultimate favorite rides, you don't need a fast pass for. There's no fast pass for them, and that is the Country Bear Jamboree and the Carousel yes. of Progress. <laughs> so you can't use a fast pass on the two. So I'll have to go with the third one, which is Splash
0: and ironically, because I love
3: dropping down into the briar patch,
0: you've made shirts in homage
3: to those. I have, I have not done country bear jamboree yet, that's but that, be next. that's going to be coming up soon. But, uh,
0: <laughs> one of our surprisingly biggest hits I was not expecting is the carousel of progress shirt. I mean, it's a really beautifully done, cool shirt. That's homage to the, you know, original, uh, world fair sixties look, um, but I was shocked how many girls and guys have bought. I mean, that's probably our third best selling shirt almost. And everything's satisfactory, which is also Splash Mountain. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, so it's neat to see that. Uh, again, hey, there's a lot of people that probably want to fast pass the same ride, Chris.
3: That's it. See? <laughs> yeah. Great, great minds. We all think alike.
2: If you do end up making one of those Country Bear shirts, we'll have to buy one since we've talked about our grievances with those bears making Tennessee look bad. So it would be funny to, got, to get to one.
0: Oh, we love, yeah, we love, well, well, I don't know. Yeah. Chris and I, he, anything that we're very attached to, sometimes we overthink the shirt. We're still working on poo. You know, I yeah. love poo. Mm-hmm. That's going to be like a four month process <laughs> of perfection. So the country bear and jamboree might be another four month we'll process.
3: We'll see. I, that's, that'll be up there soon. It's coming eventually. <laughs>
2: So sticking with rides, which ride do you think is due for either an exit or refurbishment?
3: Ooh, exit or refurbishment. Do you have any of those? Do, do you want to oh, say? I
0: oh, I just love everything so much. <laughs> I'm like the most positive Disney person ever. Um, I don't know.
3: No? Uh, I, know
0: I, okay, I would say, so we're actually big fans. I know this is going to sound crazy to everybody. Of The Three Caballeros. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people don't know, but you can online for free, watch the movie. I think it's from like 1946. And it still holds up today until the last 30 minutes. The beginning 45 minutes are hysterical and funny. And Donald is, I mean, he gives like, Famous comedians like Jerry Seinfeld, you name it, a run for their money. He was, a, I mean, I'm cracking up for 45 minutes straight. Then it starts to become kind of trippy and weird. Um, and then you kind of get that weird trippy vibe when you're on the Mexico ride. But I would love for them to showcase more on that Mexico ride, what is actually in the movie. Um, the experience of like the goofiness of Donald and his friends and the adventure they go on. Because I don't think that's simulated well enough On the ride. So we actually love the Mexico ride after having watched the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, if you hadn't watched the movie, I don't think, even then, you know, there's not enough of the funny parts from the film, you know, enough of the characters, Donald and all his crazy antics, you know, that he does in the movie. And uh, I think bringing more animatronics of the characters of the Caballeros would totally show a resurgence. And that whole genre of those three uh, birds, I'm telling you.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, any?
3: No, that's, I mean, what was the ride we went on in Disneyland? The storybook when you go to the oh, whale oh, or the yeah. whale's mouth? That was, that's probably one that has to be redone. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's the storybook oh. boat ride. On. Yeah, storybook, storybook
1: canal boats.
3: That's it. We that... didn't
0: know, we'd never been to Disneyland <laughs> before and we got really excited because you go through a whale's mouth. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so cool. And I, you know, I'm really pumped. I'm like, we're going to the whale's mouth. Oh, my God, it's like Pinocchio. And then all of a sudden it's like, what?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, would say, I would say maybe they could do something different with that one. Yeah. That would that would be my guess.
0: Built, make them a little bit bigger models.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got some room there. So next one would be your favorite snack or a go-to snack in the parks.
3: Mine always has to be a churro. Ooh. <laughs>
0: yeah uh dole whip i love dole whip uh, to the point i learned how to make it at home
1: so is that dole oh, Whip float or just dole whip soft serve
0: oh just dole Whip soft serve
3: however at epcot they do have the buffalo chicken popcorn that's good
0: oh yeah
2: yeah
3: they do have they serve they only serve it i think at one kiosk at epcot over by imagination land or the figment right yeah. mm-hmm. uh and they it's Buffalo, it's like buffalo popcorn. Buffalo chicken popcorn. That tastes really good too. If I'm walking by that, that might be one that I stop and get.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: I like that. So <laughs> sticking with food, what is your favorite table service restaurant and your favorite quick service restaurant?
3: Ooh, you could go for these.
0: Oh, Snow White. Oh my god. I love Snow White for table service. Um, that's the first time I, I can say with Chris here, he's gonna laugh. Chris usually doesn't find the food good at character restaurants. Um, So I often have to drag him to the character restaurants because he knows it's not going to be, you know, uh, Disney has really good quality usually. Um, So I would say Snow White is the first restaurant where you get to enjoy amazing food that is originally the artist point, like five star chef food. Um, now mixed with characters and the character, how, how great were the characters? Chris?
3: Oh, awesome.
0: Amazing. And the food incredible. And, you know,
3: grumpy is amazing.
0: Oh, he was, <laughs> uh, yeah. The character meets there were just, I I mean, they got Oscar winners in there. Um, uh, so I'm going to say snow white.
3: Okay. And for a quick, quick service, I'm going to go off, off the cuff here. I'm actually going to say the Brown Derby bar outside. Oh,
2: okay,
1: that is a, an underrated one
3: for yeah. sure. Yeah. the outside bar at the Brown Derby because they serve excellent drinks there
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, I don't think we've ever eaten food at the cork service at the Brown <laughs> no, Derby
3: No, it's, it's the no, drinks he's going for the the bar, drinks. Yeah, the bar there. The hey, Quirk that Quirk counts Quirk too. bar outside the Brown Derby is Amazing, that's
0: true. It's actually really good. They'll yeah. make like anything the you come fruit up with.
3: martini that they can make you or they yes. make the old fashioned thing. or I
0: came up with my own like random drink and they they did it you know they'll they'll cater to you it was They're, very fancy
3: whenever when, whenever we are in uh which yeah, whenever we're in Hollywood Studios, we get a drink there, so that's mm-hmm. why I'm gonna say that. Because mm-hmm. at Epcot, we could walk around. I could probably name 10 different things that I've got. The yeah. Bratwurst in Germany, uh, the Fish and Chips place, you know, unbelievable. Or even uh, Cooks of, of Dublin in uh, yeah, Disney Springs, Springs. Mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I'm going to go with the Brown Derby bar okay. outside. I
0: think they'll like that shout out.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. So our second to last one is going to be just a simple question. Your favorite Disney movie? And we're including Pixar in there if you want to throw that in
0: so hard you asked me it's the first time and i had such a hard time answering (laughs) like i have to give you like five or six or seven um i'm gonna say wally uh because a lot of people don't realize there's no dialogue really in that movie and how difficult it must have been for those animators and the writers to create such a heartfelt story where you're crying at the end just by showing, you know, uh, pantomiming, basically. I mean, so that that's so difficult for an anime. You do not get to use dialogue to explain emotion. So that takes true talent in drawing and in thinking storyline, how to show these characters. So I'm going to say Wally just based on the fact it's a great story, but also... Just goes to show how incredible the animators can be. But also, I love Princess and the Frog, too. And I'm going to let Chris go because I could keep going.
3: <laughs> I'm actually going to say the Princess and the Frog, believe it oh. or not. Because I love the music in that one. Oh,
0: yeah. We watch it all the time.
3: That's one of my favorite movies just because of all the music. I, I'm a big... And the
0: character. Yeah, i so a, good. I'm, such,
3: I'm a big music fan. And uh, we've been down to New Orleans before. And we've seen the live jazz down there and everything. And just the music and... Every Disney movie movie has great great music, but I I could listen to like the soundtrack of that of uh, pretty much all the time. The I love I love the music from uh Princess yeah, Princess yeah. and the Frog.
1: The one downside to watching that movie is I always end up incredibly hungry and like craving <laughs> Cajun yeah. food. Yep. Oh
2: yeah. And that's and, hard and, to find. You know, yeah. The
1: beignets and yep. <laughs> yep.
2: Oh, here ya. So the last one for our fast pass round is just your favorite Disney parks memory.
0: Chris, you go first. So you want me to go?
3: I mean, I've been going, I've been going to Disney parks since I was a little kid. Uh, and my parents used to take that. My parents took me and my brother when I was in third grade and then in high school, and then just before college. And then I've been going now with, with my wife, uh, for Jesus years, years now. Uh, I don't really have, I can't, I can't really think of one. I'm
0: going to help. Go ahead. I know I told you guys when we last spoke, um, doing my one-on-one interview that it was with my dad going to Epcot. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: but I would say, you know, with Chris here, my favorite memory is our first date in Disney. That's right. Uh, Chris was, uh, at wild, at wide world of sports, they had the, uh, MLS major league soccer having games there and practice and things of that sort. And Chris's team at the time, the Philadelphia union was doing games and uh, against other teams uh, and practicing. And I actually, at the time, cause I worked for NBC sports um, was doing stuff as well there and covering stuff. And then I got hired by um, ESPN and wide world of sports to actually do stuff for wide world of sports. Uh, this was like five years ago, right? Six years. Oh my God. Oh, seven,
3: yeah, seven years, years ago.
0: ago. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Um, so it just so happened uh, we were in Florida at the same time while we were originally living in Philadelphia. And um, I said, I love Disney. He goes, I do, too. I go, do you want to go to the parks? You know, I have free tickets. And uh, he was like, yeah. So we actually I, I still have to the day our, our first trip to Disney together was to the Magic Kingdom. And, uh, you know, again, it's amazing to get to share a magical moment uh, for the first time with the person you love.
2: I love that. I totally agree. I think us going together was definitely one of my favorite moments as well.
0: Just being able to share that, like you said, with someone that you love is
2: Mm -hmm. always a good
0: time. I mean, I, I usually was by myself. But there's nothing better than getting to hold hands with the person you love in you know that ma- magical place
3: on <laughs> All my all my old Disney memories was me probably driving my parents crazy. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> so our very last question for you guys is just if you have one piece of parting guidance that you can give to someone who's looking to jump into this Disney community, either as a content creator or maybe they want to create their own products, just like you guys, what would be your advice to that person?
0: Um, I'll, I'll jump in on this one. Cause people ask me all the time, you know, how did you do so well? You know, I've only had my account for you know, like a year and four months. I, I wasn't trying to do well. I keep telling people, don't, don't do whatever the formula is. I, I mentioned earlier, the concept, break the wheel, break the wheel, break the cycle of whatever you think you're supposed to do to be happy on social media. Don't do that do what makes you happy. And, um, I think the whole reason we love Disney is not just the magic, but the people behind it and interact with the people, uh, that help make it so, uh, so much more, uh, extra magical. Um, you know, even for Chris, same thing, you know, the more people he's gotten to meet, you know, he's always amazed how much he has in common with them. Uh, you know, it's, we, we move all the time, uh, and it's hard to make friends. And so this has been a way for us also to make, you know, long lasting friendships and also a creative outlet for Chris and a creative outlet for me. Cause when I do my pictures, um, you know, people always say, uh, do your pictures for you. Uh, I do, but I also love putting smiles on people's faces. And so I, I put, you know, probably a controversial comment that was these pictures are for you guys. Like, I love putting a smile on your face because your pictures put a smile on my face. So I always love hearing feedback from people, what makes them laugh or smile. But again, interact like, you know, people, I think, really get focused on trying to be social media famous or following some sort of trend like, oh, you can only follow 100 people and that makes you cool. Um, no follow as many people as you want. I don't subscribe to any concept of, you know, what is cool or hip. And it just goes to show that, uh, people like genuine and people like to interact with those that they find, you know, care back. And, uh, Chris, who's not a, you know, big social media person by any means. Like I said, he's the famous person with a check, a blue check. Um, I noticed him enjoying when he interacts with our customers. Like it's, it's fun for him to get to learn about. So so again, I think people need to focus more on interacting with each other and less about, um, you know, the, the Insta famous part that sometimes people get all worked up about. Um, And then as advice for people who want to start a shop, I would say, I like our, how we did it, where we tested things out. I think a lot of people jump into something and say, Oh, well, I have a lot of followers. So this is a good idea. Don't do it unless you love it. Like it is not Chris sleeps three hours a night. I sleep like two hours a night. That's why you get messages at four in the morning from me. Um, and we aren't tired. We're excited. We are so thrilled when we, we get another message from a customer at, it doesn't feel like we're tired. We're loving it. So I would say to people that want to start a shop, because it's easy. You know, you have Etsy. It's an easy platform. Don't just jump into something because it seems easy. Do it because you love it. And and test, test things out. Because you might find out that you're actually better at making pins than you are at shirts. Or you're better at doing, you know, XYZ versus that. Or, you know, little things like that that you wouldn't guess. So I mean... I'm really, I'm the type of person to not test things out. I like to jump into the pool with my clothes on. Um, And that's a true story. I did that a lot as a kid. Um, So my mom always said, please don't, don't do that. So I would say really test out, you know, the market, test out your stuff. And if it's good, you will get the response that you are hoping for. And if you want help, don't be scared to reach out to other people. That's one thing I would say, actually, we haven't really done. We've done this all on our yeah, own.
3: I mean, that is... Nobody, we
0: don't know anybody.
3: Yeah. I know,
0: hey, any t-shirt shops want to give us advice, we'll take it. Um, I, mean, but-
3: we're, I mean, we're kind of new, we're new to this this, this criteria, if you will. Were. we're new to this to this area of, of this where we're, uh, you know, a independent small business, if you will. But, I mean, I guess everything that we're doing is what we're we would
1: hope another another
3: store would do or like if we saw something that another shop didn't do then we want to make sure that we do we do do that so like like i said they as down to the nitty-gritty of wrapping and you know making sure that everything is is nice and neat when you're getting a package because there's nothing nothing worse than when you get a, a a package that looks like it went through the yeah. washing machine when when you open it up in the mail. so everyone loves to to get that nice shiny <laughs> package underneath the the Christmas tree. Well, so that's kind of what we want to do is make sure I mean, so everything I'll, is, is so done all right. in
0: there so I'll say since we didn't ask anybody for advice and I was like, oh you should hit up you know what we did we asked our customers what they wanted. Mm-hmm. so I would say that's something maybe a little different yeah. where instead of just creating what we liked, we also asked people, what do you what do you want to see more of yeah. what what is missing
3: if, out there? If I came up with a design that I thought was could go two ways, one way or the other way. If one looked a little bit or two different des- design areas, Maria would reach out to some of her close friends within the Disney community and be like, "Hey, would you wear this or would you wear this? Or does this look good or does this look?" good? And
0: now, even with our you know almost 5,000 at Lake Point of visitors Instagram page, uh, we even now on Insta Story, I'll test out a shirt. I'll say, "Okay, everybody, vote." you know, and I think, um, you know, as much as uh, I think it's important, you know, to learn, I think it's even more important to learn from your customers. uh, Because again, not only is it really interesting, but it's fun too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love all of that advice. And I think
2: that last part too, with what you said, and talking to your customer and getting to know your customer and just interacting with them and being genuine. I mean, that's, so applicable to everyone, whether, you know, it's a, a shop that you're trying to start or create, or if you're just, you know, in other aspects of the community, like on an Instagram page or a YouTube, I mean, connecting with people and talking to people, that's probably you the best thing you want. can do.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And finding out what they want. Even uh, people ask me all the time, you know, will you start a YouTube channel? Um, we got a lot on our plate. Uh, <laughs> but again, I would say, you know, what, what do people want to see? You know, I'm pretty sure nobody wants to see me do the Disney news. You know what I mean? Like there's already websites for that and things of that sort. So again, Disney, talk- <laughs>
3: Disney must
0: <laughs> I like that. He's really good at these, like, you know, uh, quick witted, you know, <laughs> Disney tips and tricks. Um, but yeah, no, I would say ask your, your base of friends and community. What do they want to see from you? Cause we all have our own strengths and it's interesting if you asked me, Maria, would you ever have a shirt shop? I would have said no. But when you combine my strengths with Chris and his strengths, then it, the is the limit. So again, it's reaching out and, and finding out sometimes people don't always know what their, their strengths are. And it's neat to hear from others, uh, you know, what it is. And the Disney community is probably the most honest community out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I totally agree, and I love that. And we've had so much
2: fun talking with both of you today, and we're so glad you guys were able to come on with us and talk about Lake Buena Visitors. So the last thing that we want to do before we head off is, can you just remind everyone where they can connect with you guys online?
0: You can connect with us at Lake Buena Visitors on Instagram. It's like the word Lake Buena Vista uh, at Disney. You know the the home base. Uh, but instead, it's Lake Buena Visitors uh, or our Etsy shop, which you just type Lake Buena Visitors as one word into the search engine and it'll pop up. Um, and uh, today we're actually getting our Facebook page up.
3: Yeah, slowly and surely we're yeah. getting our yeah. Facebook I mean,
0: it just goes to show we don't even have like the social media set <laughs> that that everybody else has. So it just goes to show that sometimes what you think you need to be successful isn't always that formula. I I, I think that's been a theme throughout this whole interview for people that may be interested in starting a business is the formula doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. Um, oftentimes going against the formula, breaking the wheel is where the formula truly succeeds or where something will succeed because it's something different. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we're probably the only shop to not have a Facebook page until today. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm
3: pretty sure it's just one word. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so late board of visitors. There it is.
0: There's not even a welcome.
3: There's not even a welcome um, yet.
0: But, uh, but no, it just, again, goes to show, don't assume that because it's done one way, that's the only way it works. Uh, do it your way and have fun doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. So we will make sure that we give... The links to all of those pages and to the shop in our show notes below. If you guys want to click over there and connect with Marie and Chris, so Marie and Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. We've really had a blast chatting with you. Well, oh, for you guys us. are the
0: best! Yes, thank you so much.
1: Do you like Star Wars? How about Marvel? How about Disney? If you answered yes to any of these, we'd love to have you listen to our new podcast, Kingdom Malcast. We're just three guys chatting about news, topics, and events in the Disney universe. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for
0: listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at detourtoneverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.